Welcome to Bank of Singapore's Outlook in 5. The definitive guide for investors to stay ahead. Hello, I'm Conrad Tan, investment strategist at Bank of Singapore. Starting this Sunday, government leaders from around the world are going to gather in Glasgow, Scotland, for the key climate summit known as COP26. And today, I want to highlight just five key points that are likely to be the focus of investors' attention as we head into the summit. First, the disruptions to global energy markets that have led to power shortages in Europe and China are a powerful reminder that the energy transition away from fossil fuels to renewable energy is a very complex task that must be carefully managed. Policymakers will need to strike a delicate balance between decarbonization and energy security as they work towards net zero emissions over the coming years. What is clear is that the recent disruptions may delay, but will not derail the energy transition. Beyond short-term emergency measures, such as restarting coal mines to ease the energy shortage, we expect policymakers to continue shifting away from fossil fuels and to accelerate investments in renewable energy. Why is that? The simple answer is there is no long-term alternative. And in fact, we are running out of time to make the transition. This brings me to my second point. Emissions are rebounding sharply across the world's largest economies as they recover from the pandemic. Across the G20, which accounts for three quarters of global emissions, energy-related emissions are expected to rise 4% this year, and almost half of that increase is from the power sector, which still relies heavily on coal, natural gas, and oil. This brings me to my third key point. The transition to clean energy must be front and center of global plans to deliver net zero emissions. Why is that? The energy sector itself is a major source of carbon emissions, so phasing out fossil fuels and using renewable, low-carbon alternatives will help to reduce global emissions. Also, clean energy can be combined with electrification, which means redesigning equipment, industrial processes and infrastructure to run on electricity instead of other fuels like natural gas, to reduce emissions from activities beyond power generation, such as transport, manufacturing, and heating of buildings. Put simply, clean energy combined with electrification will go a long way towards cleaning up the global economy. And this is a big reason why spending on renewable energy is dominating investment in new power generation capacity across the world. That brings me to my fourth key point. The cost of renewable energy has fallen rapidly over the past decade, and this is driving wider adoption of clean technologies. For example, the cost of solar electricity generation fell by 85% from 2010 to 2020, while the cost of onshore wind power fell by 56% over the same period. So we're starting to see a virtuous circle taking shape. Investments in clean technologies are driving improvements that expand commercial opportunities across multiple sectors of the economy, and this in turn attracts even more investment that leads to further advancements. This, we think, is likely to accelerate the energy transition over the coming years. And that brings me to my fifth and final point. Across multiple sectors of the economy, businesses today are increasingly positioning themselves for this transition. At the forefront, many utilities and other energy firms are pivoting towards renewables or increasing their renewable energy portfolios. In property, some companies are increasingly competing to showcase their green credentials by developing buildings with lower carbon footprints and greater energy efficiency. All this makes good business sense. 
The energy transition did not start with COP26 and will continue long after the summit ends because there is no long-term alternative to get to net zero. And the good news is the transition also opens up plenty of new business and investment opportunities in clean energy and supporting green technologies. We will continue to monitor the key developments in this area and bring you the latest updates. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time. This podcast was brought to you by Bank of Singapore.